G'day and welcome to the Odd Survivor Podcast. My name is Adam Ashton and today I'm speaking with the fifth eliminated contestant, fifth bloke voted out in a row onto the jury, Steve the Commando Willis. We spoke about Survivor, we spoke about the game, uh, we spoke about a bit of Zen and mindfulness and the Tao Te Ching, the Book of the Way. Uh, it was an interesting chat. I certainly enjoyed uh, talking about some of the things that I read that book in preparation after we mentioned it on the episode. So it was great to talk to Steve. Here is my exit interview with Steve Willis. Morning, Adam. G'day, Steve. How you doing? Mate, I didn't think they'd vote out the dead man walking. You didn't even have a vote. <laughs> I know. What do you, so, how, what, what's your what's your your thought on that and the whole strategy? Well, I thought if they took out probably Sean, um, mm. then mate, there's only there's only one vote left. They can sort of do whatever they want. Then um, I was going to say yeah, because I, I I essentially lost my vote for two tribal councils, mm. and um, yeah, that first one. Well, get rid of someone who's got a vote. Yeah, yeah and then there's one other, and you have got that other person. You'd think so. But, I mean, um, you got bloody close. It could have been me, yeah. Um, was, I reckon I you were know, a couple I, of centimetres uh, off. Do you reckon that I, would have gone in the in the bucket? Um, well, what happened is, as you saw, I was so far in front. And when I got the ball down that gutter and, it, and the bucket was just short, Brian saw that. Mm. So it gave him an advantage and he yeah. moved it out. And Brian's... Brian's, what am I, 6'2", Brian's about 6'5", so he's a bit taller than me, mm. and I think he just had that extra leverage to, get, it was so tiring, it was, the sun was beating down on us, and you know all that uh, concentration going through those obstacles, and then trying to balance that darn ball, you know, like four metres up in the air or whatever it was, <laughs> it, um, it, it, it was tough, Yeah, no, and, uh, and I had Brian beside me puffing and panting like a panda bear and um, <laughs> I was just like, like man can you just shut that up I'm trying to concentrate it was, but, uh, it was two very different strategies right. he was he was just going all guns blazing and stuffed up a lot where you were much more cool calm and collected yeah I know but it just didn't help me in the end and um, I was gutted but you know what could I do when you when you know when you're faced with that uh, reality you've got to you got to accept it and then move on. Otherwise, you just get so bent and twisted that your, your cognitive function shuts down and you, you're just running on emotion. Yeah. And um, I was like, all right, what else can I do? And and Sean and Shane were were you know out batting for me and really trying to. Work. But uh, hey, there's uh, there's five women left and one guy, and you know I think Brian's ego's got the better of him, and he thinks that he's got it all worked out. And yeah. there's there's some uh, there's some wolves or foxes. Kind of just waiting to take advantage. Yeah, no, absolutely. When you first got out there, how long did uh, the commando last before you just became Steve? Um, I think I think just the environment and and the game. Um, there's enough fear and the like as it is that like people were really just trying to get to know one another as quickly as possible so that they could relax, mm. get an understanding. So, you know, Matt and a few others kind of joked around, you know, with me being the commando. But I, you know, outside of playing that persona, 
you know, I am myself, and I think they got to see that from day one. And I, and I played like a peripheral game. I pulled back. I just went about being a contribution, and you're making sure that the necessities of surviving were um, were maintained. So having the shelter, getting the fire going, um, and just connecting with people um, were were my you know, first thoughts. So it, it, it slipped by real quick. You know, people from time to time, like Brian, would always have a bit of a dig and, and just try and ruffle the feathers. But you know, gosh, from Brian's background, that's just what he did. You know, it was it was either uns, unsettle you in a physical sense or uh, try and unnerve you with your mental game. Yeah, for sure. I did some um, a bit of uh, reading in preparation for this chat um finished off the doubter jing after six weeks of oh, uh, yes. survivor because we saw you talk about that early on how, how would you say that, yeah. that that applies to the the game can you compare the two and did you take some of those ideas yeah. and philosophies in yeah totally just letting things be creating some space um you know response over reaction yeah uh, uh opportunity so where other people might be unsettled and um uncomfortable within themselves there's agitation not um by just holding back and not putting your two cents in to make things worse or sometimes you might to just create a distraction or a diversion and um a lot of the time it was just being comfortable enough in myself that i could create or provide enough space for others to exist i guess there's there's that coexistence side of things and and if you're constantly agitating others and upsetting others well then they just want you gone and um you know from day one your shame was on people's radars but she managed to um kind of fall in the fold with us in our alliance you know jackie brian and and russell russell just he was so overt he would have probably been better to keep around because you know what you're dealing with, whereas Jackie's a bit of a snake in the grass. You, yeah. you didn't know, you know, what she was thinking and what angle she was playing. And, uh, you know, I didn't even know that she was a poker player. She she had us all fooled in that sense. So, yeah, yeah it, 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 it definitely helps. And the mindfulness around things and being present in the moment leads to concentration. And with concentration, you gain insight, constantly flapping your lips and you're definitely. just observing you you can concentrate on on more than one thing and kind of build a picture. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I like it, and it's, I, f- I feel like it definitely is true both in uh, in the DAO and in, in the game that the people who are doing the most talking um, probably don't necessarily have the most to say. No, no, or or of value. Yeah, yeah, and hey, there's. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of loose lips and a lot of the time that was more, it was nervousness. You could tell that people were just feeling the pressure. And I didn't realize, it wasn't until I watched, was watching the show back, how early on people were playing the game. Mm. And hey, we were all playing the game, but I'm talking in the sense of strategy. Yeah. Like we're all, you're all mindful of how you're being perceived but actually trying to build alliances and, and, and win people over. Like that, I just think that's a sure way to have you have yourself voted out early on because you're just coming on too strong. No one likes anyone coming on too strong straight away. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. And I watched your uh, Drew Villa and you and Matt were sitting there talking about, you know, 
everything we've learnt these past 40 days, imagine if we went back to day one and, and started all over again. Yeah. What are some of the things that you reckon yeah. might have changed? Oh, I would have kept Russell around and gotten rid of Jackie. would yeah. have gotten rid of Brian um, as well. But then, hey, what, what, would the, what would be the outcomes from doing that? There's always mm. cause and effect. And, um, yeah, just... Uh, other than yeah, the way in which I played the game, I would have done it the same when it went to when it came to the challenges. You know, not that um, I was just focused on just winning. You know, immunity or winning immunity for the team. You know, that was a collective. Um, that was, you know, we, we we went about that collectively at the start because it was tribe versus tribe. But once it went to merge. Um, it's just like pull back, let others kind of have the glory and, and focus on the finish line and yeah, um, kind of navigating the waters and how you get there. And Shane did that well too, you know, when she climbed down off that pole. She knew she yeah. couldn't she take it to the others, so conserve your energy. Yeah, for sure. I think people, people when, when they're watching and, and, and haven't played the game and, and potentially had similar experiences, don't realise how much um, a limited intake affects your cognitive function. Mm. So you're living on rice and beans. Yeah, you might catch some small fish and some crabs here and there and uh, have some pawpaw and, and coconut. Um, when you're not taking in what you might take in on a, on a daily basis, there's a lot of lag. And um, there's a lot of, I guess pressure and and that comes down to where you guide your mind and how you perceive things but i i've found it many a times where you you you'd be asked something or you were you were thinking about something and it's like oh wow it um it, it's taken a bit of time to um kind of problem solve or find a solution and or work through it and i think that's back to that Dao Dai ching where you could just empty your mind and and just let it be and kind of tune into your intuition and be at one with your environment and your nature as best as possible. That would give you um, the answer that you were looking for. Mm. Mm. It wasn't until I got to Jury Villa and had a meal and then I did an, inter did an interview the next day. I was like, oh, wow, I can, I'm getting asked questions and I've, <laughs> I can reply. And it's because you've given your, your brain that, that glycogen, those sugars that it needs to function. And when when it's depleted, well, it starts to it starts to retard itself and shut down as well, like yeah. every other organ in, and, and I guess aspect of your physiology. Yeah, definitely. One another thing. For, another thing for the jury villa, I was uh, pleasantly reminded of was uh, shaving with the fire. That was that was crazy. <laughs> ah, yeah. Oh, that was funny. Oh, Matty, he. Uh, he was a bit embarrassed by his facial hair, and he he rather it be gone. Like he, he he held on to a decent mo, but he just had a bit of bum fluff on the old cheeks. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't. The, the old machete was a bit too blunt to try and carve it off his face. So the next best thing was fire, and he was trying to do it himself. And, I was, and then he's like, "Oh, Steve, give this guy." I was like, "You want me to do that? Probably end up burning the hair off your head rather than your face." <laughs> oh god, that's a funny one. We had some fun with it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And just the the last question. So, Maddie got got blindsided. You guys took out Benji sitting at that final seven. What did you think was, I guess, your your path to the end from there? Well, gosh, getting to that final seven and then that immunity challenge where um, 
Shawnee one, and that's where Jonathan then threw that curveball with mm. the dead man walking. And if I'd, well, say I hadn't gotten that, and someone else had, um, I think there, w- the w- the pressure wouldn't have been on me as much. But um, I think people were really starting to put me in their sights, regardless. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it the safest and surest way is to win the challenges. Yeah. And you know, not to give too much away, but the challenges coming up, I think they start they they really you know start to play in my favour and. Uh, Unfortunately, I, I got voted out where I got voted out. Um, but if I'd stayed, imagine Matty'd slip me his idol when he was leaving. Yeah. You know, a bit of an yeah, embrace exactly. at the end, a bit of a hug, and he managed to <laughs> tuck it into my shirt and my bag. Oh, mate, I reckon that would have been high fives all around an ultimate gameplay. But, but um, yeah, again, hindsight's a beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but uh, darn, hey, darn. That's oh, too funny. Well, I know. Man, I, know. Appreciate I know. It. And, uh, no, thank you, thank yeah. you. I've had uh, I've had the Tao Te Ching sitting on the bookshelf for a long time, but this was it was a good bit of impetus yeah. to to finally read it, and mate, it was it was definitely mind blowing and definitely expanded the brain a little bit. That's for sure. Oh, that's great. Well, there's another another great book, Beginner's Mind by Shunru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Another one that I've Zen, been Zen Buddhist master. Another one I've been long meaning to read, but haven't got around to it. So I have to add that bump that one up the order yeah. as well. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Cool. All right. Thanks so much, Steve. Thanks, mate. Take care.